0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Would you be the jerk for taking a vacation after your boyfriend's father passed away? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my brother, I guess you go to jail? i 32 my brother tim 24 has been trying to go to film school in july i got a flag in my credit report someone tried to co-sign my name on a private student loan i found out my brother somehow got the information from my mom thinking i wouldn't notice tim is on the spectrum he doesn't have great judgment but my wife was ticked because we're living with my in-laws on the other side of the country saving up for a home once if the interest rates drop i've kept my credit flawless so i did the things you're supposed to do to report it for fraud i tell my mom and she doesn't say much it slowly comes out that my brother couldn't get a loan and he found some paperwork about my parents will that had my social security number on it laying around he couldn't get the loan without a cosigner and put me down it takes months for this to come out so my wife and in-laws pressured me to file charges on tim i told my mom what tim did was wrong and illegal my mom started crying and handed the phone to tim And I explained to him about what he did and he needs a lawyer. Again, Tim is autistic and started panicking about what will happen to him after the headache of his actions and everything going on. I said, guess he go to jail. Since then, Tim went into a bad state and his meltdown caused him to be on psychiatric hold. He's in bad shape and my family blames me because he keeps saying I'm going to jail. I don't know if he actually would for what he did, but because of what I told him, he's regressed bad and has been in a panic for weeks and is not getting any better. My parents did get him a lawyer to try to calm him down, but he's back in the hospital again for another stay. I don't think OP's the jerk here. I don't think they said a single thing out of line. It is, in a way, sad to see them react like this, knowing their history and, I mean, the fact that they probably haven't been held responsible for anything they've done in their life up to this point. You hate to see somebody freak out and be so destructive all of a sudden, but they kind of did this to themselves and certainly OP didn't do anything out of line. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? our next story is am i the jerk for asking my stepdaughter to ask her biological dad for help with her pregnancy bills my stepdaughter claire 24 year old female had her wedding last year we've had a strained relationship since she never took to me dating her mother however i've always supported her in whatever way i could and considered her as my own daughter i paid for everything throughout her life including meeting all of the wedding expenses solo she never valued that though Her biological father's been absent for most of her life since she was a newborn, and yet she wanted him to walk her down the aisle. When my son asked her why she doesn't want me, she said, I want to have my real father and not someone who's not even related to me. At least mine never used to look like a bulldog. This was in reference to an illness I had, after which I suddenly developed a lot of weight, although I was normal after that. I was shocked, but did not argue, and I also did not decline to meet her expenses as I'd agreed to it. I attended the wedding and everything was fine after that. Until a few months later, when her husband died in a car crash and she was pregnant, she required help with money and turned to me for help. I refused and said, Ask your biological dad for this. I'm just a bulldog, what can I do? She got mad and said I'm holding that over her, but I said nothing doing and asked her to leave my house. My wife's mad at me for that and saying that I should be considerate. While it definitely doesn't hurt to be considerate, OP definitely doesn't owe them anything financially, and in this circumstance, I totally understand why OP is being so standoffish. If everything they said is absolutely true about how they tried their best to be, not even forcing themselves to be a father figure, but just be supportive in a similar type role, and they were just disrespected and downplayed and marginalized as far as their importance and how much they care about them, I understand why at some point you pull back. There's no saving a relationship that has never really been allowed to be a relationship to begin with. Our next story is am i the jerk for telling my 18 year old cousin i don't want her or her family at my wedding and this shouldn't come as a big surprise to her my cousin ally 18 year old female is my aunt laura's daughter sadly laura died when ally was only five months old after a sudden asthma attack i was very close to aunt laura she helped my parents out a lot when i was born and my mom was going through cancer treatments When my mom returned to work, she continued to help and until her death, I was at her house every day after school. I'm 25 by the way. Laura's husband Joe, Allie's dad, remarried when Allie was two. I remember my family being so happy for Joe and Allie and knew Laura would be glad they had someone else to love them. Things soured when Allie was about five and she started telling us that her mom and dad said Laura was no mother to her and her mom was a more real mom. She also said that her mom had done way more for her than Laura ever had and it was a disgrace to credit Laura for being her mother. Some of the stuff she said was not that of a kid her age, but she would also say that her parents said Laura wasn't her real mom and stuff of that nature. It crushed our family because everyone had supported Joe and his second wife. She ended up adopting Allie when she was four and it seems like it wasn't long after that when they started making Laura seem completely unimportant to the point where Allie would say Laura meant nothing to her. She hated that we loved Laura and her mom was better so we should swap Laura for her. The bad blood ran deep and courts were involved so we could still see Allie. We did not welcome her family though. Allie would always speak so rudely regarding Laura. She told different family members to take down photos of Laura and put up family photos instead. She told us we were cruel to her mom for making it seem like Laura was more of her mommy than her. As a teen she got worse and she told me once that I was so weird for talking about Laura like she was still here or like she wasn't years gone. Ali knew Laura had been such a huge part of my life. She yelled at my younger brother, 15, for saying once that I would name my baby Laura if I had a daughter. This was only last year, and my brother was 14 at that time. I decided when talking to my fiancé that I did not want to invite Allie for her to crap all over Laura at my wedding. A photo of Laura will be included in the wedding alongside my fiancé's brother and grandparents who passed away a few years ago. I knew she would. She would also demand I invite her parents and siblings. Allie confronted me over the lack of invite. She said she's either family or she isn't, and I'm being a jerk. I told her I don't want her there, and it should come as no surprise since she thinks I'm weird for loving my aunt, who practically helped raise me when I was little, and since she hates my aunt so much that she wants no traces of her. I told her there will be no more than traces at my wedding, and since she feels so offended by that, I'm saving us all the heartache of listening to her. She called me a bench and said I hate her for loving her real mom. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk, sadly I think the brainwashing kind of got to them and they latched on too strongly to that. But definitely that's not OP's fault, and it's not OP's fault that they're feeling the way they feel now, considering their firmly held beliefs. I mean, it doesn't sound like you'll be able to ever change your mind or improve. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to take care of my sister's kids if something happens to her? My mom died in a car crash about 5 months ago. When the inheritance was settled, I got what was in her bank account, approximately two hundred fifty dollars. My sister and her four kids got my mom's house and everything in it. Her remaining four hundred one K went to her also. My sister lived with my mom. She doesn't speak to the three different men who fathered her children. Since the This happened, I cut off my sister, who I always had a rocky relationship with, since she always used her kids to manipulate my mother. My sister called me and wanted my information, like my social security number, so she can put me as the beneficiary in her will, and for me, if something happens to her. I said no, I enjoy my child free life and I don't want her kids if something happens to her. She said I was the only family she had left. I told her I don't care. You're not using your children to manipulate me like you did to our mom. My sister yelled at me saying what would happen to my kids if I die. I told her I guess they can live with their fathers or go into foster care. Either way, it's not my problem. I've already put distance between my sisters and her kids. I'm not planning to stay in contact with her at all. And that was the first time we spoke since the will. Whether or not OP wants to have this relationship, completely OP's right up to them. And as far as taking care of kids, small feeling of regret not taking that obligation to help your family out, but in a situation where you don't even want kids and you're estranged from somebody especially, you're not the jerk for not wanting to, if, god forbid, something does happen, take care of their kids. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not keeping my ex-wife's stuff for over two years while she figured it out? So, me and my ex-wife were married for a little over a year when she came home from a girl strip and decided she didn't want to be married anymore. Wouldn't really give me a reason for this, didn't want to discuss it unless it was with a therapist, which I didn't want to do unless she told me first, because I didn't want to be blindsided by something with a stranger present. Long story short, I could have been a better husband. She could have been a better wife, but we separated, divorced, and that was the fall of 21. Fast forward to now, we've had very minimal contact, for taxes or mail, stuff like that, but have been very civil with each other. So this past summer, I hadn't heard from her for months and wanted to clean out my garage. Some totes of clothes and decorations that I'll never use, so away it went to the trash or donated. Now, when we first separated, I gave her plenty of time and opportunity to remove her items from the house. Anything that wasn't blatantly mine, like my PC or guns or stuff like that, I honestly just wanted her out of my life, so I told her to take whatever she wanted even leaving the locks unchanged for a whole year after divorcing because, up till then, her name was still on the deed to the home. I guess she moved away after the divorce to another state? I'm unsure, as I just didn't ask and didn't care. So recently, she texted me and said she would be in town and asked if she could come get her stuff and remove some of the household items as well, like a gas grill and a table. Items we got when we were together and have been left with me and used by me for the past two years, and the items that I've gotten rid of. So, am I the jerk for just telling her no? I don't want to be mean about it, but it's been two years since we divorced. How long was I supposed to hang on to this stuff? She never asked me to hang on to it for her, plus the common house items that I've been using. Am I just supposed to let her have those and buy new stuff? I'm very confused about what she expected after two years of being divorced. Edit. There was a previously discussed time for her to get her stuff. I'm going through text messages trying to figure out what to tell her. It was last Christmas and she never showed up because she said she got caught up with family and had to fly to New York for the New Year's party. That was also the last time we spoke till now. Update. I told her her stuff was gone several months ago since she didn't contact me to get it after so much time had passed. I do have one item I'll return to her because it was her family's and I didn't know what was left here. No response so far. Legally, I'm fine. I talked to my attorney. Morally, I feel bad, but it is what it is. I truly figured she'd moved on, so she didn't want the stuff. Speculation about the divorce. I don't know why she left, and I don't care at this point. Chalked it up to things don't always work out. Why didn't I go to therapy? No, I didn't abuse her. I just wanted to know if I needed to get checked for an STI. She'd already made her mind up about the divorce. I didn't see a need to talk about it and hear about all the ways I failed as a husband. I felt bad enough at the time and it wasn't going to change her mind on leaving, so why do it? So I feel like there should be some kind of vague, acceptable time frame where if you have something for X amount of time and nobody has made a conscious effort to even claim it, let alone come pick it up, That ownership should generally fall to you. I mean, after two years of this stuff sitting around, I think it's pretty much OP stuff to do with how they want. Unless there is some kind of legal deed like a car or a boat or something like that. And if you move out of a place, you break up and you move on. Two years later, you are hugely the jerk for saying, Hey, I'm going to come pick my stuff up now. We managed to travel around the sun two whole times and you couldn't have figured out a time to do it a little bit sooner. Obviously, OP's not the jerk, and I think it says a lot about them that they still feel kind of guilty about getting rid of this stuff. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend's sister that my friend's wedding is not about her? This is a really low-stakes situation, but I just wanted some other perspectives in case I'm in the wrong here. My, 25-year-old female, close friend Robin, 23-year-old female, just got engaged to her long-term partner a few weeks ago. Her partner, 24-year-old male, asked me for some help with setting up the proposal and the whole thing was lovely. Since then they've been having a look at Pinterest for color schemes and venues but no actual planning yet. For a little background on Robin's sisters, 17-year-old female and 25-year-old female, they can be a little much. Robin has always been the quietest one of the three and while she gets along fine with them, I wouldn't say they're super close. Her sisters can sometimes say or do things that are a little out of line and they just expect Robin to accept it and not say anything. I've met the younger sister before, and she does seem to expect things to go her own way. Now, my husband and I were at Robin's house a few days after their engagement, and her younger sister stopped by quickly with her boyfriend. She was talking about the wedding and said something along the lines of, Well, we all know it's mostly going to be about me anyway. She said it quite straight-faced, and while I figured she was probably joking, I knew she'd made comments like this in the past that had upset Robin. So I said back, I think your sister's wedding will be about her, not you. I definitely meant this as a joke and thought I'd used a joking tone. She left shortly after. I've since found out she was quite angry at my comment and has told her mom and oldest sister. Robin knows it was a joke and has said she actually appreciated me standing up for her. Her sisters, however, now don't want me involved in any aspect of the wedding planning and have said it should really be a family thing anyway. Some of her other family have commented that I was harsh and that she's just a kid. In my eyes, it was intended as a joke, but also I think 17 is old enough to know what may be an inappropriate thing to say and understand that her comment hurt her sister's feelings i'm starting to feel bad though so am i the jerk i really don't think op's the jerk here honestly even if they weren't trying to do it in a joking tone i don't think they were still out of line i mean it's kind of a weird thing for them to say and yeah at 17 they should be able to understand our next story is am i the jerk for not changing the seating arrangements at my wedding last minute so here's the backstory i got married this past march About a month before the wedding, my brother tragically passed away. He and his girlfriend were supposed to sit at a table with my sister and her husband and their two kids, as well as my brother-in-law's parents. My brother's friend and his girlfriend were then slated to take his place at the table. A few days before the wedding, he reached out to me saying it was too hard for him and he wouldn't be attending. Totally understandable, so no big deal. The following day, I find out that my brother-in-law's parents also won't be attending because his dad was in the hospital with pneumonia. Again, totally understandable. At this point, it was way too late in the game to be changing table arrangements. All the personalized place markers and all of that were already in our hands. It was also a destination wedding, so we had to haul all of the stuff down there ourselves. It was a buffet-slash-station-style dinner. We had no wedding party or speeches or anything like that, so people were sitting at their tables basically for as long as it took to eat dinner, 40 minutes maybe, so my sister and her husband and their two kids sat at a table together without anyone else. This apparently ticked her off royally because she made a scene and then refused to talk to or acknowledge me until just yesterday when she sent me a long text outlining how hurt and disrespected and unwelcome she felt because of this looking back i could have at least taken away the empty chairs from the table so that the painful reminder wasn't right there in plain sight but other than that i'm not sure what else i could have done besides the few days leading up to the wedding were some of the busiest i've ever had in my life making sure everything was in order and ready it was honestly an oversight so here i come to reddit was there something i could have done am i the jerk here did i deserve to get the cold shoulder treatment for nine months because of this So personally, and I'm not a person that has had much experience with weddings, but I feel like they should be the adults here and understand, there were some real circumstances that went on really close to the wedding, and crap happens. And honestly, if I were one of the kids or even the adults, I don't know if I would necessarily mind having a table all to our own. I mean, maybe it kind of goes against the social aspect of the wedding, maybe they were upset they didn't get to eat food and talk to other people. I don't know if it was the somber reminder with the empty chairs or what, but as somebody that's not a social butterfly, I don't know if I would've even have minded having a table all to our own. It definitely, in my opinion, doesn't warrant a nine-month cold shoulder treatment or even any kind of anger. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying to my brother, I didn't want to see his girlfriend at our house because she took a salad at a family dinner? My brother's been dating his girlfriend for a year now. They were living in another country then, so my family had never seen this girl. But from phone conversations with my brother, it seemed to me that this girl was not very decent. It felt like she didn't want to work, but she also didn't want to do household chores. More often than not, she was set up for endless parties and hangouts with friends. It embarrassed me, but I never talked about it with my brother. If he chose her, then he probably really loved her and there was something more important about her. Two months ago, they finally moved to our country and settled on the next street. My brother came to visit us with her, and my unpleasant impressions of her only intensified. She behaved as if she were at home, treated our cat rudely and openly laughed at our father when he fell. He's 70 years old and has problems with his spine, so it's difficult for dad to walk, but she found it a funny topic for a joke. In addition, I noticed that she took my cosmetics without permission when she was visiting us. I tried to talk to my brother as gently as possible about her behavior but he defended her and found nothing wrong with what she was doing. To be honest, it seemed to me that he was definitely bewitched by her. Previously, he would not have tolerated someone laughing at our father or painfully grabbing an animal. My patience ran out two days ago when my brother and this girl attended our family dinner. These were our national dishes, and the salad stood in the middle of the table along with a clean spoon, and with the help of it, everyone could put a portion on their plate. And so... Right in the middle of dinner, she just picked up a salad with her spoon used for soup. It's probably just a small thing, but I swear, my eyes turned red with rage then. I told her that what she had done was unhygienic and disrespectful to other family members. In response, she looked into my eyes and laughed. I was ready to throw her out of the house at the same second, but I restrained myself. After dinner, I invited my brother into the next room and told him that I no longer wanted to see his girlfriend in our house. My brother thinks I'm being overly dramatic and that I'm making a big deal out of a molehill. He also said that I was being too picky with her and was probably just jealous of him as a sister. 100% I don't think OP's the jerk here, and I'm wondering where everybody else is as far as backup goes. If you're eating some kind of communal dish where you kind of share and serve to yourself, and somebody just digs in there with their used soup spoon, are you not going to be grossed out? I'm just confused as to OP not including details about their parents or anybody else at this meal flipping out. I mean, was everybody else background NPCs? I don't think OP's out of line here, especially when they look you in the eyes and laugh. Our next story is, am I the jerk for threatening to leave my stepson with his grandparents? My husband's first wife passed away when my son Joshua was two. We met and later married when Joshua was five. His maternal grandparents are still a large part of his life, even now that he's 12. We have never tried to keep them away. My husband and I are now having our second child and Joshua has started acting up. It's strange because he is a loving and well-behaved boy. Lately, he's been saying that I'm not his real mom and that he doesn't have to listen to me. I thought maybe he was saying what other kids in his school say to their step-parents. It would be odd since I've been his mom since he was three and a half. It turns out that his mother's parents are the ones telling him that. I don't know what started it, but I'm ending it. I spoke with my husband and he agreed with me. My husband works out of town and his in-laws are still relatively young and still work. I called them and said that since they were telling him he did not need to listen to me, I would be dropping him off with them. I provided his school an extracurricular schedule and told them I expected him to attend everything. I never spoke with Joshua about this. I never had any intentions of following through. They started fighting me immediately saying that I had no right to kick him out. I said I wasn't kicking him out, but that I had a small child at home and was in my third trimester. I wasn't going to deal with a kid my size that refuses to follow the house rules because of them. I said that I have copies of all the texts where they told him that he did not have to do as I said, so they could deal with him when my husband is out of town. They do not have a child-friendly home. They have lots of small, expensive, breakable things all over. And his grandfather has professional clients in the house all the time. A 12-year-old would not be a good fit. They said that they were sorry for interfering and that they would tell him that they were wrong. I insisted on witnessing it and I told them not to bring up the threat or I would follow through. They did it. Afterwards, Joshua apologized for his behavior and said he was kind of lost since I was going to have a son of my own. I told him that he was my son and had been for a very long time. I could see them grinding their teeth. They seem to think that if I'm his mom, then they are nothing. The whole thing is weird. But they're upset that I manipulated them into this position. Am I the jerk? I'm going to say slightly for making this whole thread and following through with it without the father ever knowing. The ultimate result was great and it really worked out in OP's favor. Still kind of a jerk thing to do behind the other parents' back. I mean, again, it worked out fabulously, but if they called OP's bluff and they and they encouraged the kid being sent over, and OP's then forced to pivot their plans and it probably would be brought up to the father then about this whole plan that they were never in on, it wouldn't seem nearly as not the jerk worthy, right? Our next story is am i the jerk if we decided not to give 50 percent of the wedding cash gifts to my in-laws and offer an apology after we eloped a few months ago super short ceremony photos and that's it we have a business that's growing pretty quick and we wanted all of our savings to go towards it reason why we decided not to go for a wedding party nevertheless my in-laws wanted a party because of their traditions middle easterners After back and forth, we agreed on it with the condition that we were not giving them money, which they agreed to that part. We went and checked out the event center in which the wedding party will be taking place, and we discussed, no money will be received from our side. My husband's dad jokes about giving his wife, my husband's mom, some money from the wedding gifts, in which she said, No, this is y'all's gift. My mother-in-law, which I will be forever grateful, was in charge of everything, as expected we only showed up for the wedding the wedding was full of their family and friends which was okay with us as that was not our money wedding day goes by two days later we meet up with them to count the money and write how much each guest gave again middle eastern tradition after we finish counting we ate and left the crazy part comes now as we leave the mom closes the door so hard that my husband and i looked at each other like what the freak Two days later, I'm COVID positive, same as them, so my husband texted and called them with no answer or response. Few days later, we were informed that they were mad at us because we didn't give them money, as agreed. I was like, wait a minute, I made sure before we agreed to the party that they understood that there was no way they'll receive money from us. Today, his brother calls and told him that they're waiting for an apology. Like, um, why? Why? So Reddit, am I the jerk for not letting my husband apologize with his family and not even discussing the idea with him to give them part of the guest wedding gift money? Should we give them money? 100% not the jerk here. It's honestly sad that they're trying to lie to you and guilt trip you into giving them some money when they clearly went through this whole thing with the understanding that you're not offering any money. They can continue to dream. Our next story is, am I the jerk for going on a pre-planned and paid-for vacation After my boyfriend's father passed away, my boyfriend, 30-year-old male, and I, 28-year-old female, have been dating for 4 years and have been living together for the past 18 months. Our lease is up at the end of this month, and we were hoping to have purchased a house by now, but that didn't happen. So we decided to just renew our lease and keep the house hunt going. I've also had a very stressful year career-wise, so this fall a few friends and I booked a girls trip to Mexico for a yoga-slash-wellness retreat. We're leaving next Thursday and we're all really looking forward to it. The week before Thanksgiving, my boyfriend's dad unexpectedly passed away. My boyfriend immediately flew out to be with his mom and siblings, he ended up staying there for Thanksgiving instead of coming home, which I completely understand. Due to the holidays and scheduling conflicts with other relatives, the funeral wasn't scheduled until the Friday after I leave for my trip. When he told me the date of the funeral, I reminded him that I would be gone. He asked if there was any way I could reschedule the trip or get a refund, and I told him I would look into it. But the trip was booked through a group rate and was 100% non-refundable, and none of my friends wanted to go through the hassle of rescheduling, which sucks, but I get it. I saved a lot of money to take this trip and really need the escape and if I cancel, I don't get the money back at all. I explained all of this to my boyfriend and he asked me what I was going to do. I apologized and told him that I think I'm going to go on the trip because I don't want that money to go away for nothing. All of this was over the phone because he was still with his family and he told me we would talk more when he got back. When he came home we talked more about it and I apologized so many times when I was explaining why I was still going on the trip. He seemed to understand and told me it was fine but when I asked him when we were going to sign the papers to renew our lease because I want that done before I leave, he said he's not doing that anymore. He said that he came back to figure some things out at work and then he's flying back for the funeral and will be staying with his mom while they figure some things out. I asked him why he didn't talk to me about this first, and he said that he's talking to me about it right now. He said his mom needs help so he's going to stay with her. I asked him what I'm supposed to do about a place to live, and he told me to figure it out with my friends on our vacation. I told him that he's putting me in a bad situation and that he seemed fine with me going on the trip and missing the funeral. He said he wasn't going to beg me to cancel my trip and that I made that decision on my own, so he's making this decision for himself. I told him he's being a jerk and should have talked to me about this first. He said I'm the one who prioritized drinking on a beach over being at his dad's funeral. So if anyone is the jerk here, it's me. I think it's pretty cut and dry that OP's the jerk here. This is your partner of four years that you're trying to get a house with. I mean, this is somebody that you should be ready to commit your life to with and you're upset about a vacation trip somewhere? over supporting them in what surely must be one of the hardest times in their life? I mean, they basically said it clear to you that they need you during this time, and you just immediately replied with, well, you don't want your money to go to waste. I mean, it just seemed like there was no room in OP's mind for calculating how he feels and understanding the need to be there to support him. I don't know where OP was going or what trip they were going on, but it's safe to assume it probably could have been done again next year or whatnot. Being there and supporting your partner of four years during one of the toughest times surely of their life, that isn't just going to happen willy-nilly again. Your priorities were clear, and he's adjusting his priorities as a result. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.